Welcome everyone to another episode of Authentic as Fuck podcast. My name is Sun. I am a storytelling coach. And in this podcast, I coach through uh, our community uh, on storytelling, marketing, branding, and things like that. Today, we have Monica Lim. Hi, Monica. Hello. Hello. Welcome. She's a fellow Texan. New fellow Texan. Korean. Uh, wait, are you Korean? <laughs> yeah. You're a Korean, yeah, because Lim is a Korean last name. Yeah, right? Korean, and recently moved to Texas. Oh, okay, yeah, same as same, same like me. Okay, so what do you <laughs> want to talk about today? What do you have any questions? Um, yeah. So, I mean, first of all, thank you, San, to to like, I mean, just even invite me here, and uh, I I'm here because I I think I posted a question on the Night Owl. Um, community board. I just have, uh, I feel like I'm all over the place. I have too many things going on. I want to do too many things. I'm, I'm being pulled in like a lot of different directions. And um, I, I have been listening to your, your podcast episodes and I just felt like you were, you were asking the right questions or like pushing the right buttons and helping okay. the person <laughs> sort of like figure out because I think that the answer is there. I'm just, just kind of like, like trying to figure things out. And I was uh, hoping I'll gain a little bit more clarity and more direction. Um, yeah. Okay. Basically. All right, let's get started. Yeah. Uh, let's start with what you, what you do. Like, what do you do? Kind of your, okay. That your is, uh, <laughs> that, that's like the most <laughs> difficult question. Because I am doing a lot of different things. So um, I think one way to go about the, the, the answer is um, I, um, I divide into like my creative kind of like projects, like things that I like, I kind of like want to do and then things that I'm doing, like my job and like, so um, I, I have What's a full-time job? job and I'm working mm -hmm. for this, uh, this startup called Lottie Files. And uh, it's a motion graphics sort of, you know, platform for uh, for designers, a lot of people to work with animations. And I do business development for this company. And before I moved to okay. Texas, I used to live in Korea. So I was doing business development for the Korean market. Uh, and now okay. that is really like, it's now... Um, sort of this weird, I'm a weird, in a weird moment where I'm in Texas, but I still have to sort of like think about Korea and think about the Korean market and working partially in Asian hours. So that has like this added complication that makes me feel a little bit different about my job. And then, uh, so that's like my full-time remote job. And um, on the side, I, for the past, and you know, like interrupt me, uh, anytime if you have any questions just for everyone uh that don't know korea is like the exact opposite of here time-wise so yeah uh, like 14 like hours like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so i'm working a lot in the evenings and um i don't know i just feel like because of so my when job, you say business development do you mean like sales like is it b2b or is it like you're you're talking to designers and illustrators so uh animators? the way the way i did it is uh to at least initially for the past year to bring awareness to help people like learn about this new well this product that some of the big brands use it 
but I wanted to uh, highlight that. So I've been doing like showcases, like events, talking to media, like reaching out to journalists, trying to get coverage. Uh, so a lot of different things. Oh, it's like PR. Kind of like more, PR, like, oh. community, also sales, um, okay. marketing, a lot of different things. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So that's, that's the job. Um, How long have you been doing that? I've been doing that for about uh, like 16, like 16 months. Yeah. And you do it in Korean or English? I do it. Uh, well, it's sort of like kind of like outbound Korean, but then all the team I have to coordinate, like I have to communicate with the team in, in English. Got it. Got it. So that's, okay. that's a, that's Continue. a big part of what I do. <laughs> Um, another like equally important and equally dear to me, like I've done for, for the past like 10 years plus, uh, I've been coaching English. So before my, before this, like I was, you know, I studied civil engineering, I worked in construction as a project manager and I just, just kind of like got bored. And this is back in like 2010, right? So I used to work for this like big conglomerate in Korea, I kind of got bored. I was looking at my, at my bosses and I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to like be like them. And that, that seemed to be like the future. So I sort of quit a little bit prematurely. I think like I could have found something in this large corporation, something that I liked and, and enjoyed, but I just did not like have fun in my current team. And, um, you know, we're trying to like have family anyhow, like long story short, I quit. And for a long time, I really regretted that decision. Like, oh, you know, why did I quit? It was a pretty good job. Um, and then after I quit, I was trying to find, um, you know, like I want was to like... Was that because of, because of like the financial reasons you regretted or because uh, because you didn't like the job? So <laughs> Yeah, I think I regretted it because, uh, well, a couple things like um, the... I don't know. Like I, I realized I was looking for other jobs and in terms of like salary, like, uh, like challenge to me, like did not match my previous job. And I, I thought like, oh, you know, like I have this job that is not paying me much, but like realized that in Korea, like, oh, oh like, were you like, company, oh, I had it good. <laughs> yeah, I had it really good. Right. <laughs> and then what happened was like six months later, they were like, you know, they were like doing a huge reorg. Everybody was getting a huge bonus to quit basically. So, you know, I just felt like, oh, I got the short end of the stick. I like, stuck it out for six months. Totally, totally. So, like, uh, I, I'm right now in a position where, like, my eye and my mind is elsewhere. Like, I have all these other things that I want to do. But I feel the same way. Like, you know, um, I'm, I'm sort of, like, not in love and not as excited about my job as I used to be before. And I'm like, you know, like, what if I quit too soon? Like, what if, like, there is something more to explore? And um, the other part that is like pulling me, right, is like this other side of me where um, I've, I've been doing like English coaching for like over 10 years, like working one-on-one -on -one mostly with, with adults. And um, I like, I go back and forth between jobs. Like, you know, I have ADHD, like so many things I'm interested in. Are they Korean? Yeah, the they're Korean. They're English? Korean. Okay. Um, but the one thing that I've like, stuck out like that that I've enjoyed throughout is like teaching English and now that I'm like in the states now that like 
um, I don't know. I just, I, I have this question, like, what if like, I sort of like go all in, in, you know, coaching, like, what if I, um, you know, this is what I enjoy. Is there, is there a way where I could make a full-time living out of teaching people English and like coaching? And so that's like one big question that I have. I, I feel like because of my, my past sort of trauma of like quitting too soon, um, maybe this is not the right way. Like, I feel this sort of like, oh, like, is this the right way? Is this the right choice? Like, um, so I'm, I'm at that crossroads right now. And then besides teaching English, like, um, I, you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm very good at, oh, this is very interesting. Like, I'm going to give it a try. And I'm pretty brave in that sense. Like, you know, I just started a podcast after like being very inspired by your podcast series and, and I mean, like I'm three episodes in, but I love it. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like I've loved podcasts and like doing them. This is like super fun. I have a list of guests that I want to invite. And uh, some of these guests have, you know, have already told me, oh yeah, I know. Like, let me know. And, you know, I'll be there. So I don't know. I, I, I have built this like good faith and like good sort of relationship with a lot of other creators and, um, and I'm like, just, just wondering, like, you know, like, I mean, I'm in the U.S., like a big shift of environment uh, of my schedule, like, you know, maybe like working at night and then like being really tired during the day uh, is not something that like I want for myself right now. And um, so I have this like English part, but I don't know how to sell this. Children. Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I have two kids and like I want to spend more time with them. And I need something remote, flexible that brings in some income, right? And if I look, if I go down the list, like you know, writing, uh, podcasting, like coaching English, all of these things sort of seem to like check, right? Like, oh, you know, like if I explore a little bit deeper, but I'm also a little bit scared, like uh, to what if like I go full time on coaching? I may not enjoy it as much because right now I'm just kind of like doing it for fun. I don't. You know, like I, I will coach and like I, I almost forget to build my clients like because like, you know, I, it's just like not like my main source of income. But like if it becomes it, maybe like I will be like really yeah. stressed out and not enjoy it as much. Have you done the were you at Night Owl Nation when we did the personality week? No, the big five. Have you ever taken the big five personality test? Uh, I don't know. What is that? Like disc? MBTI? That's no, that's the ocean. No. Uh, uh, like openness, consciousness, extroversion. Oh no, never heard of it. Okay, so this is actually the official test that therapists use. So <laughs> uh, it, it, it's the most accurate one. So I, I would highly suggest you take that. And would you consider yourself a more like? Would you consider yourself uh, creative? person versus like not creative um, well this is not necessarily tied to together but the other one is uh conscientious meaning so conscientious people love like everything organized getting things done getting through to-do list they might not necessarily care about the quality of <laughs> how it's done but they just want to get it done and like that that um accomplishment is where they get um uh so I, I give an example of like there was two people in uh in this show, The Island, 
And this one guy, he was very conscientious. And what he does is he's a military background guy. So he comes in every day. He just puts in the hard work, right? Day in and then day out, boring work and, and catches one fish at a time. And then there's this other guy who is more creative. He's like, ah, nah, fuck that. And he, he starts building a net. <laughs> and then, but like for weeks, he tried to catch fish with his net, but it just never worked. Until one day, like all the way at the end, he, he did catch a bunch of fish and then everybody started loving him then. But until that point, everybody was hating him because this guy's catching fish every day, feeding everyone. Well, this guy's just building his net, playing around all day, right? Okay, I'm so, like, okay, I'm the, the creative side. Okay. Are very, you, would you consider much. yourself a introvert or extrovert? Um, I am a, a strong introvert with, uh, well, I don't know. Sometimes the definition is like blurry. I am very introvert. Like if I'm in a big group setting, I get really drained. But uh, I get really okay. energized from like one-on-ones or like, you know, two, two ones, like small groups. Like I, I become yeah, I very energized. Okay. Yeah. Introvert. <laughs> because like, like a lot of people think introvert, introverts are just shy and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm in the 99 percentile introvert. Oh, wow. Okay. So people are surprised when I say that because like. <laughs> I, I speak, I do public speaking. I'm always yeah. like in communities and stuff like that. But the thing is, it right afterwards, I have to go home and like crash. <laughs> and, and the reason why is because introverts have this, have a high, high, much more high, like higher sensitivity. Yeah. So we notice everything around us. Same, same. So if somebody's talking, like if it's too loud, but then on the opposite end, like I know somebody who's like 99 percentile extrovert. And he literally doesn't notice anything. Yeah. Like somebody, some kind, someone could be dying here and he wouldn't <laughs> even notice it. And so for him, he needs that kind of constant, um, like something going on in order to keep him like stimulated. <laughs> um, so th- that's like really the difference. So the reason why I asked that is because I see a lot of similarity between our personalities, right? And one trap that I fell into even recently, like just just a few years, like five years ago. Like I, I didn't even realize this until like recently, like five years ago is, you know, I tend to, I, I'm, I have the shiny object syndrome, right? I, I can get into something really quickly and I can actually learn things really quickly. But like two years into it, I'm going to get bored of it. <laughs> and, and like, obviously there are a lot of other people like that too, but I'm on the more extreme end. Right. Whereas in the conscientious people tend to be more like they're they're completely fine doing the boring work every day, just putting it putting in the grid for like 10 years, 20 years. And that's actually what it takes to be successful in business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is actually something I realized pretty early on is that uh, your talent, your passion, none of those things actually have anything to do with success. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like. 99% of what's going to uh, predict success is does this person have the discipline and the grit to just put in the boring work every day for years? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the the delayed gratification like that. The, the more one, they they found that, you know, the marshmallow test? Yeah, yeah. Like they did. So that's kind of like how it is in real life. Mm-hmm. The, the ones that can delay gratification and just... 
you know, do the boring things every day mm-hmm. are going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've accepted that now. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm doing now is I'm not trying to be super successful because I know what it takes to be super mm-hmm, successful mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. doing the boring stuff every day. But I'm also not trying to be, what I was doing is, uh, I'll start something, give up, start something, give up, start something, yeah. give up. And what even happened was, I, I did that with my agency. Mm-hmm. And finally, when I stopped caring, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. I, I know you <laughs> you have a lot to say, but I'm No, no, no. I'm, like, I'm, I'm here to, to listen to you. I'm going to reach over my camera, you know, like once in a while, just because to like to check. But yeah, go ahead. Okay. So when I started my agency, for the first two or three years, it was stuck. It, was, it wasn't doing anything. And it's almost because I was too passionate about it. I was mm. too excited about it. And then about two, three years into it, like because nothing was happening, and we were kind of you know, stalled, what happened was I, I kind of stopped caring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then because I already had clients, Mm-hmm. I already had employees. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just quit, mm-hmm, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So it forced me to go in every day and just do the boring thing every day. Mm-hmm. But then that's when it started taking off. Mm-hmm. What I was doing was I was making two frequent changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once I stopped care, I stopped making changes. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, oh, no, we're going to go after all the text in the beginning. It's like we're going to help all the tech startups, founders, and do this. And then we realize, oh, this isn't working. Tech startups have no money and they ask for too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, mm-hmm. and then 99% of them fail. So we can't mm-hmm. even use them on our portfolio. And then we're like, no, we're going to go after healthcare. Oh, and then we're going to <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what happened. <laughs> and, and because we kept changing directions too quickly, it wasn't working. Okay. And then even recently, right? Like I see, like even towards the end of, you know, uh, like b- before I started this thing, like Night Owl was kind of like just steady. Like we were doing good, but it wasn't really growing, right? And then what I saw was, and 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 I started t- paying more attention to my Instagram, <laughs> you know, like growing my community and things like that, right? And then what I saw was one of our interns, first intern who who went off and started his own agency like five years ago, they surpassed us. And it's because he was just, for five years, he was just doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. While I'm like, oh, I should start night out. I should start a community. Oh, I should teach. Mm-hmm. I should, do you understand what I mean? So I do want you to understand that that, that, that thing is, was killing me. And no matter, I realized that no matter what I do, I'm going to get bored of it at some point. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it is, right? And in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, I love this community." Blah 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 blah. Like two years ago, three years ago, when I first got on Instagram, I was like, "But then, like a year into it, that fades away. True. (laughs) That fulfillment, you know what I mean?" So, so I've just accepted that I I need to find my pleasure. Mm. Like right now, Mm -hmm. just having this Mm -hmm. conversation Mm -hmm. with you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? You know, when, when I when I show up and, you know, really trying to deliver information. Because mm-hmm. maybe this is a trap that a lot of Koreans fall into. Um, we, we look at, like, status, titles, mm-hmm. and things like that. 
and like even me like most people will say oh son doesn't care about that Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. subconsciously we care yeah. <laughs> and we are like oh no I, you know i i need to you know build something of myself or something like that right but though those are all surface level stuff mm-hmm. we're never gonna get like let's say um i'm like oh if i had a a million followers and i was speaking on stages and you know mm-hmm. like i was getting invited to this big podcast like that would be amazing but i know for a fact that once i get there i'm gonna be i'm gonna get bored of that mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah totally. unless i actually enjoy that conversation unless i actually enjoy the so i i fall in that trap all the time even right now like i can, and i can feel it because sometimes i make content for me sometimes i teach these classes for me to show off my knowledge to show off you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then those those are always the times that people don't connect. And then there are times when I'm like 100% focused on the audience. Like I I would never ever make this content. But because I'm so connected to this one person who asked me this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know how much this person needs this information. Mm-hmm. Once I put my attention there, then like it completely changes. I just wanted to say that. But yeah that um that's like it really like you know just resonates because like i feel the same way like the i know i'm gonna get bored but um one thing that i have not gotten bored yet and it's always like interesting and like you know it's always like um it's always sort of not not fun but it's always something that i still do is the, the coaching right and like you said, I'm just there and like fully present, like listening to that person, you know, like trying to understand that person. Um, and my only concern is like, if I do this like full time and like to like, it, this is like my main source of income. Like what if I, I just, just get so stressed out and um, yeah, but that that's the, yeah, the coaching English is like, too. yeah, the coaching English is that part where. You know, like I've done this for so long. Like some of my clients, like it's like their th- their three hundred session. Um, so I've been teaching English for like you know ten years plus, but like the the sort oh, okay. of how and who has changed a little bit. So I started like SAT prep, like I've started doing like SAT prep, like TOEFL stuff. Did you enjoy that? No. <laughs> So I did okay. not enjoy SAT prep. So you enjoy prep. the more one-on-one. Yeah, totally. So like I did also groups, but then with the groups, what happens was it was like a a twelve-week, eight-hour-a-day session, like very intensive programs, where I would spend like an entire day with them, and sometimes go for a beer with the students, right? Like in a, like large groups, and these were kids. That's were, still SAT and TOEFL. No, no, that's like the the that. after SAT. So after the SAT, I went into like the job training program where like yeah. I reviewed people's resumes, like I taught presentation, yeah. like emails, like project management. Like- no, this was like for like a government, uh, like a government agency that was a government funded program. But like for kids. employees. No, this was uh, like, kids. like okay. well, not kids, like uh, college see, graduates, college graduates, like college graduates who are trying to get jobs. And then, um, so I went there and like, I just, just, I just gave my all, all the time. And like, after two years, I just got burnt out. Right. And then like, no matter how much I was working, 
like I was getting as I was getting paid the same as somebody who I could tell was not doing anything. <laughs> so like, and then after a while, after getting like burnt out, like I wrote a book for the, the you know, like the organization and then like, um, I just got burnt out. I left and I noticed, oh, you know, like if I do one-on-one, I can work very flexible hours. You know, I don't have to, um, you know, I can like get paid more per hour and I'm just working like one-on-one. And that's when I started working with like, um, uh, like not corporate level, but then I would do some like group classes, corporate training, but then I would also do like C-level, like smaller companies, like CEOs or like, you know, vice presidents. Um, and it'd be like a one-on-one session with like a bit older people. So they were coming to me like three years ago and then COVID happened. And with COVID, I started doing Zoom sessions. And I was like, oh, you know, I like, I cannot do Zoom sessions. Like, this is impossible. Like, I cannot interact with them. Like, how could I like, you know, like, I don't know, like the, the non, non-verbal language, like, oh, it's impossible. And then I tried and it worked out really well. Like I, you know, I could take notes and I could like type notes. I could show them my notes. I, you know, with Zoom, like screen shares and, um, and how do they like, find yeah. you? So, um, first I worked with like, uh, those not like brokerage, like, uh, agencies, but there are a lot of agencies that connect you to different people. Oh, okay. Uh, but they, they take a huge pay cut. Like they, they take a huge cut. Right. Um, so what happened was after I started with agencies, uh, I was like, oh, you know, like maybe I can start working on my own. Um, and it happens that, you know, like you, you stop working with agencies, but then some clients who used to work with you, they will still contact you. And then like, you know, you just work with them without the middleman. Right. Um, I have not tried to, to create like my brand, like, you know, to, to sell myself yet. And that's where like, I'm at right now. Like, Oh, how could I do that? But then like, so far I did not take a lot of clients at once. And then, uh, for a while I found like a, a, an agent that like, you know, I became their friends and like, they were very like generous, right. With me. And they provided a lot of clients for me. Um, and then they left, they left the, the, the space. So I could still like work with my clients without, you know, like the middlemen. Uh, but I never, it was like word of mouth. Like I, the people that I'm working right now are people who I was recommended through people, through other clients. But, um, again, I didn't need to have 10, like right now I have like two, three clients and that's about it. So are the, you know, there's a difference between teaching. So most of the speakers that I know and teachers that I know, like I know a lot of people that does workshops and keynote. And, you know, they get paid a lot when they get hired, when they do corporate gigs or they teach at a school or government organization. And the reason is the, the organization is paying for it, number mm-hmm. one, but they hate those jobs. They just do it for the money. And mm-hmm. the reason is because those students, a lot of them don't want to be there. They're just there because they're forced to be there, <laughs> you know, for their job or for this, yeah. whatever it is, right? Whereas in when somebody pays their own out of pocket, their own money to come to learn from you or to hear you speak, that's a completely different story Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they're actually there because they want to be there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that one, one shift, it makes all the difference when you learn, right? When you teach. Yeah, totally. 
because it, there's a difference between somebody who's like just checking their phone and waiting till the hour is up to get out of there versus totally. this person really leaning in and listening and trying to learn, right? It's it's and totally different. And the full and for you, it's going to be different too as a teacher. And that could be the reason why you enjoy some of it and you don't enjoy some of it, right? You know what I mean? Um. So. I mean, like, not to brag. I mean, this is, like, not to brag, mm -hmm. but, like, well, except right. for, like, young <laughs> kids. Except for young kids, because right. I, I, I did also, like, a little bit of, like, young kids, uh, you know, the, the Techi kind of, like, academy environment where, like, all the cramming schools are there. And I did not like that. Like, the kids, I, I knew they did not want to be there. Uh, so I, I, I rarely work with kids, like, you know, elementary school or yeah, middle school i know like i it in korea that's like where all the money's at but then like i uh i just prefer to work with adults i was really uh well received like even even corporate classes like even if it was like an email class i just try to like make it really interesting right like i worked really hard to make it interesting and i was always called back um but this is the time when I was, I was not thinking about business. Like I, I, I should have like yeah. taken their email address. Like I should have taken like their information so I could like stay in touch with them. Like, but um, I yeah, we'll talk about the business. I can side. make classes but right now. I just, whether it's like, a corporate, none of that matters. Corporate gig. And, if you feel um, like, yeah, if, if you feel lost, so like, if you feel like, oh, is this what I want? Like, <laughs> doesn't matter the business side, right? So let's think about something here. So, you know, do you know Cal Newport? Yeah, I do. He wrote a book called Deep Work. Yeah. yeah. So, he did this research where he went to talk to every people at like at the top of their game, the best guitar player, best basketball players, all of these things, and to figure out what where people find passion. <laughs> okay because that's like the big hot topic right now oh mm -hmm, i'm not mm -hmm. passionate about this i need to find passion i need to find something i'm mm -hmm. passionate about right it's a lie all of that is a lie mm -hmm. because it turns out statistically <laughs> the things that you're most passionate about it has nothing to do with like the actual thing it has everything to do with how good are you at it yeah the better totally. like for example there's no way you're going to be passionate about playing guitar if you suck at guitar. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally understand what you mean. Yeah. And yeah. And the better you get at something, the more yeah. passionate you become. Mm -hmm. Secondly, but that's just half the equation. The other half is, am I making an impact on other people's life by doing this? Yeah. Meaning totally. when I'm doing a design project, right? But a client comes to me and I just spend, I make the most amazing design. And I deliver it. And let's say this client just throws it away into trash and never uses it. I'm not going to be passionate about it. Yeah. And then I do it again. And he throws <laughs> it away. I do it again. I'm not going to be passionate about doing that. Because I know that my, my time is completely being wasted. So my yeah. personal belief is that I think passion comes from like being good in something. And being able to. Basically, not be a waste of space on this on this earth because yeah, we're totally. tribal animals, right? Like, we've evolved from the caveman days to 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 try to okay. If I'm not valuable in my tribe, if I have no use, if if I can't hunt or gather, 
<laughs> then I'm useless. Like those people died off, right? Yeah. And there, totally. therefore, the personality of people that want to be valuable to the tribe are the ones that evolved to become us. That's why I think all humans at the end of the day want to feel like they're valuable, not totally, like they're a waste yeah. of space on this earth. Yeah, that's... Uh, and and you hit the, the the right spot. Like, I want to do things where I'm most valued or like I, uh, I bring the most value and I, and I'm trying to like, and I, I feel like I'm getting closer, <laughs> but I'm not sure. And, uh, it like, like coaching has been, um, like, I know I've changed people's lives. Like I know. And I'm like, you know, like maybe I should do this more. Like what is preventing me from doing this more? Like, um, but like you said, like, you know, the, the, you, you get better and you get more passionate. Like when I started my IT job, it was like my first time working in IT and, um, and I could, I could say like, I did not know what I was doing and I was very, very stressed mm -hmm. out. Right. But then like, you know, I figure things out and I do it and like, I can, I can see the growth. I can see how much better I've become. Um, so in a way I should be more passionate and I should do it more, but then like, I don't know. I just, I, I think like some, like maybe because it's I'm some, not there the anymore, stopping you. but I, I'm I not as thing, excited thing, anymore. My full-time job. Well, oh, you mean your full-time job? Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm getting <laughs> but, better yeah, at I mean, it. That, that makes the difference too, right? Cause you have to get the validation from people that you are making a difference otherwise if, if you don't if you're just in your room and you, don't, you have no idea <laughs> i know maybe like, maybe that's why but like th my clients are all in korea too but you know i'm, I'm meeting it's them it's also different like when you when i record a class for example for domestica i recorded that class versus me showing up on oh, live yeah, zoom that, and then seeing it point. it's it's a night and day difference yeah because one i can literally see the difference i'm making I yeah, mean, that is the domestic guy wasn't like that at all, right? But yeah. where I get the fulfillment is when I see the comments. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, so just... Um, and that that's one thing, right? Like where like coaching coaching English, that's, that's, that's one thing. Like I also did like college applications. Like I, I, I helped... I don't know, like my, my, my mother-in-law's friend, son, like, you know, just, just somebody, oh, you know, Monica speaks okay. English. She writes. Okay. Let's get her, her help. Or I've helped people get jobs. I've helped people like, um, review their resumes, cover letters, like building stories. Like, cause like people, people's resumes are terrible in Korea. Like they don't know how to tell what they do or what they've done. Um, and I'm all about like, like what do you do with like storytelling, like, like getting that out of them. So like figuring out their like life history, you know, trying to help them craft a resume. Like career coaching almost. Kind of. But it's like I just trying to figure out what they did in the past and like they don't even know what they did. So I need to like ask all these questions to like unbury all these things that they even forgot. And then they get jobs. They become a partner at this like firm and like. You know, those things are life changing, right? So, like, um, I'm trying to see, like, and those are again, I didn't advertise those, but like, it's just water. But mouth. I think you're, I think you're putting too much attention on, um, you know, different careers, yeah. different titles, different. So let me ask you this, right? 
like, let's say fast forward five years, like, what would be the dream job? Dreams, like, let's say you you get again, you can get anything you want, right? <laughs> like, explain, describe your your week for me in your in your dream state. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so. Um, in the perfect world. <laughs> in the perfect world, right? Like I, uh, I don't know if you know. There's this, uh, there's this guy who has. It's like a college essay guy, and he has like. I don't know. So he's he's like sort of the authority in uh, in like college application essay writing, and uh, he has this like you know courses, lots of resources. Uh, he does also like high price you know like high end high price you know like coaching uh for this very niche sort of topic right like you know college applications so he has like probably like passive income he has this like one-on-one interaction what's his name uh ethan i don't know his last name but like the college essay guy and um do you know him like well no i just just like I've seen his website and I've seen his work, but um, he's Do you somebody know how that went over there. No. Okay. But th- so he that's... doesn't talk about his story yet. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know him. Like I just know about who he is, and like uh, I've seen his name come up in like very different circles. So like um, that tells me that you know he's he's like kind of like known, right? And I don't, I don't need to be known. Like I actually Different don't want to be circles of of people that world education. No, like well, education. Like you know, I was telling that there's this Instagram world, and there's like mm. Twitter world, and I feel like there, 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 there are some cases like not many overlaps. I feel people are very successful on Instagram. This like mindset coaches, like Amy Potterfield, you know, like Jenny Kutcher, like those people. I feel like they are like Instagram crowd, but then like on Twitter, like. The people that I notice are very successful, um, you know, like uh, like David Perel. Like well, there, it's the there writers are people versus visual. Yeah, like, like something it's the different. Versus... Yeah, yeah, something different. But they're all equally like making a lot of money, like in their own right. But I want to be less known, like this college essay guy, um, but have a bit of one-on-one. But also have like these products that, you know, like provide passive income. And then um, so to be able to choose, you know, if I have a vacation, no, I'm getting lost. You, you okay. did it wrong. You okay, did it wrong. It. Okay. You have a billion dollars in cash in your bank. Okay. You do not ever have to worry about money ever again. Okay. okay? In the ideal perfect world, what are you doing? Um. I think in a in a so in obviously like a number week, one you don't care about fame. I don't care you, about fame. You, yeah, you I don't want to be famous. You don't want actually. to be known. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I want to be known by a few people who like you know know me and like buy my service, but I don't want to be known. Yeah, yeah. And um, I want to be quietly making money. And um, yeah, I would. I I I I love my my one on one interaction with my clients. Just like just helping a few people like that would be like regardless of money i would i would want to do that um and then like just just getting lost in my curiosities you know like oh you know i oh, i want to i want to learn about cooking and making 
something and like just just doing it right not not thinking about oh i should make this much this oh, money let me ask or, you this yeah so let's say you have a billion dollars in cash in the bank and you never have to worry about yeah. money and then you can live a life where you just try this for a year eh, try this for a year eh, and just keep trying new things every six months or something like yeah. that would that be an ideal world for you um just following my curiosities or, yeah or would you not be happy with that i think i'll be happy with that because like okay i want to learn dance like i want to learn piano and then like find a coach that can teach me and then like do that probably like a lot and then if i don't like it like i could i could move on to something else i i don't i don't, I don't want to really feel guilty yeah because i think there's a difference between happy I think a lot of people don't realize that there's a difference between happy, excitement, those things, and fulfillment. Actually, in order to have fulfillment, you're not going to be happy. Oh, wow. In order to be fulfilled, you can't be always happy. Yeah, you know true, what I mean? True. Because yeah, yeah. the way you get fulfilled is like, you know, the, it's kind of like the, you know, those people, the prisoner of wars who, get, who, who went to war and got captured and then they survived and came yeah. back. If you ask them, of course they went. They would say, "I never want to do that again." Yeah. But if you ask them, "Would you want that that experience, that memory taken away from you?" They say they would say no because it's who it's what defines who I am. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Totally. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. No. Just going back. It's just like I feel a lot of guilt about. Oh, you know, like I want to learn about this. I want like in, in random things. And I feel like, oh, you know, but I should be doing this. Like that's not urgent or important right now. So I think. Yeah. Um, you know where that guilt comes from? No. Because <laughs> deep inside, you know the difference between pleasure and fulfillment. Yeah. Probably. Deep inside, you do know the difference. Yeah. And that's the reason why when, when, when I sit and, you know, eat that pizza and watch Netflix on, on Saturday all day. Oh yeah, that that should make me happy. Of course, I love pizza and I love Netflix, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna feel like shit because yeah. deep inside, I know the difference between pleasure and fulfillment. Totally. Like I, my my idea of like perfect, you know, day is not watching Netflix, having pizza. Like I I don't even want to do that right okay. now. But like the <laughs> one thing that I do want to do right now is like, you know, I'm just gonna like check out this like dance class in my neighborhood like you know this this coach yeah. is this this dancer is coming from new york and she's having a little workshop that is like something that i would want to do without guilt and i think i could do yeah. that if i had a billion dollars in my bank account i don't think i can do that right no, now No, you will still feel guilt i think you, you'll still feel guilt because i i give you a big example a better example is this like i love youtube not because of watching cat videos, but I love watching educational videos on YouTube, learning. And I love that world, okay? Yeah. The, the world of self-help and all of that, right? Same, same. I, every time I go through that shit, I feel like shit afterwards because I'm like, oh, I've just fucking wasted my time. Like, just watching and learning the same exact shit that I heard a million times when I could have been sitting here doing, <laughs> doing this work <laughs> that's gonna... <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And that's because deep down inside, somewhere in my gut... I know 
And when I say, and I this I used to give this excuse all the time to people. I'm like, oh, oh, you know, like I'm 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 not watching YouTube for fun. I'm it's education. I'm learning. Blah blah blah. I use that as an excuse that mm-hmm. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. You know how many people do that? You know how many entrepreneurs use that excuse to mm-hmm. say I'm learning because they actually get pleasure out of this, and they're pushing this one off the thing they should be doing, the yeah, deep inside that they totally. know that they should yeah, be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love courses too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty, guilty. So we need to understand the difference between ple- and the pleasure comes in different ways for different people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so maybe for us, it comes in, in the form of self-help and, you know, learning and, yeah. you know, things like that. Right. So, yeah, I don't think you're going to be happy. Just keep trying different things and learning different things. Unless okay. that's just a hobby. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then yeah. you have something else. Yeah. Like, for example, like being a mom is one of those things, right? Yeah. Being a mom is like, you can't just give up being a mom just because you got bored of it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I want but to then, like get better at it too. And like, that, that that's a big thing too. Like I, the, for, for the first time, like I'm with my kids, like, because I used to be very busy in Korea, like, you know, meeting, doing stuff and I mean, I, I've done like a lot of random things, um, but right now I, I am not stuck with the kids, but I'm the only one with the kids, right? Because I'm the ma- the primary caretaker right now because we don't have support. Um, but like that too, like I want to be there, but like now, you know, like in the evening I have to be in front of my computer and um, I don't know, just, just want to like, I, I feel like there, there, sh- there has to be a better way of making money and working using my skills um so i'm trying to figure out like what skills what skills should i use where i want to talk about your parenting for a second yeah so are there moments uh as a mom where you're like like i have to do this i have to take the kids to this and do this of course and then after what was but then once in a while you 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 see something and you're like it was all worth it. Like it was, yeah. you get that sense of fulfillment and that fulfillment would not have come if parenting was easy. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. Like you're totally right. Um, and it's not. Okay. The, so yeah. Go ahead. I want to tell I, I want to tell you this. I don't think you should, I think you should stop trying to get fulfillment from certain things. And I think you should try to um, be as present as possible Mm -hmm. all the time without worrying about, okay, uh, if I do do this, like, but maybe I want to be a writer. Oh, maybe I want to be a podcaster. Oh, maybe, you know, like, instead of worrying about all of that, (laughs) like, if you're, whatever you are day to day, just... Mm -hmm. Have the most amazing day every day. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So if you have a coaching call today, <laughs> like have the most amazing coaching call, right? Mm-hmm. If you're if and then let's say at um you know you're taking your kids to a swimming class, have the most amazing experience there, right? If mm-hmm, you're taking mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you're going out on a date night with your husband, have the most amazing date night, right? Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. get the fulfillment from the thing that's right in front of you every day. And the reason why, and, and maybe this will help you, because 
that's easy to say, right? Everybody's like, oh, just be present. <laughs> like, that's easy to say, Because right? like, in my mind, I'm but, like, oh, I should be doing this instead, like that type of thing, right? Yeah. But here, maybe this will help you. So the reason why I asked you that about that uh, essay guy, I wanted to know what his background was, how he got to where he is. But you said you don't know. But I'm going to tell you some other people that I do know. <laughs> and everyone that I know that's doing work that's fulfilling to them, nobody got there by design. Mm -hmm. Not a single person that I know that are doing fulfilling work that they love and enjoy every single day and that are making a difference and are super successful at it, not a single person got there by design, meaning that they actually planned to get there. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I tell that story of like Jocko Willink, right? He, he was in Navy SEAL for two, 20 years. Mm -hmm. He retires at 40. And he goes to San Diego and he's like, I'm just going to uh, take my government check every month, live a simple life and just surf every day for the rest of my life. Right. That was his plan. Right. And then one day he got a call from one of his you know, SEAL team you know, buddies who, who happened to be like a VP at, at some corporate job. And he said, hey, can you come, uh, you know, because he was a platoon commander. Can you come talk about leadership in our group? Right. So he went there and he gave the leadership and everybody there was inspired. And one of them happened to be like, you know, like a lead of another department. And he, he, he's like, can you come speak for these guys? And the, there happened to be some guy who owns like 50 different company. And mm -hmm. he said, hey, can you come speak in front of all our CEOs? Right. And then and then he kept doing one after another. And then after a while, one of the one other person was like, hey, I love what you're teaching, but can you turn this into a, a training manual? Because everybody who leaves the training Mm -hmm. Like they want something to refer back to. So he created a training manual. Mm -hmm. And then he kept doing that. And one day a, a, a book publisher was like, hey, you actually have a book here. Mm -hmm. Can, mm -hmm. Let's turn this into a book. And he, it became a New York Times. And then when he did that, Tim Ferriss invited him to his podcast. And mm -hmm. when, when he was doing that, and then he Joe Rogan's podcast, and both of them were like, you should start a podcast. And then he started a Jocko podcast, right? Mm -hmm. And and then he started this, you know, this uh, jiu-jitsu uh, gear company and then he started this gene company and it just he just took whatever opportunity that came at him he took one by one that, that's how he got there he didn't sit there and go like okay i'm gonna build this empire okay i have this uh, gene company here i have this training uh echelon front which is my training company i'm gonna write a book i'm gonna do a ted talk he didn't plan that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and nobody i know that got to like are are, are doing the mm -hmm. fulfilling work actually plan right and i could like like, I mean, just think about Gary Vee, right? Yeah, Gary Vee, totally. Gabby Bernstein, Mel Robbins. Like, Mel Robbins' story is like, you know, she she was working at CNN, with, you know, all of that. And then, you know, she actually went through that period where, you know, like, oh, and then her husband started, but they, her, her and her husband started a restaurant together, did mm -hmm. really, really well. Mm -hmm. But then, like, it started, like, going down and they they decided to expand too fast. So they opened mm -hmm. another restaurant mm -hmm. and they uh, started a product, but it mm -hmm. didn't work out. So they went bankrupt and she went to, into depression and she was like, every day she was just drinking, not even getting her kids to school on time. Mm -hmm. And just mm -hmm. every day I'm going to wake up, but she doesn't wake up. And then on TV, she saw the the NASA rocket launch and she's mm -hmm. like, okay, tomorrow I'm just going to go five, four, three, two, one, boom. And then she just, she didn't write a book right after that. She just, tried that and then she's like why is this work and she just kept studying studying and then she wrote a book and then she did a TED talk. like 
And then like somebody yeah. invited her on the podcast, and then now she's like, and now she doesn't talk about five second rule. Mm-hmm. She talks about something completely different, but it mm-hmm. it wasn't planned, right? Gabby started. Gabby was, uh, I think, in recovery, and then she just happened to watch uh, Wayne Dyer. Uh, what's his name? Is it Wayne Dyer? That one of those like mm-hmm. <laughs> gurus mm-hmm. on TV, which kind of moved her, and then she mm-hmm. just went to the local church in in East Village and started talking you know, teaching to 12 people mm-hmm, and then it grew, mm-hmm. grew. And she was doing that for like 10 years. And then one day, uh, and then she started a YouTube channel and she just, with her regular camera, started putting out those videos and like nobody mm-hmm. was watching. But there was one person who, who like, it was like, hey, I love your videos. Like I can, you know, help you with the videos. And then she hired, hired her as an intern mm-hmm. and then they kept doing it and they grew a little bit. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Everything happens by accident. So, Knowing that, this is like, I mean, I'm not saying your career is going to go this way, but here's potentially a hypothetical scenario of how your career can go. Let's say, okay, you do the nine to five job, but then you start uh, doing coaching, right? And then you're like, you're just into it. And then this person refers to another person, another person. And then let's say uh, you realize that, oh, like, uh, I'm too nice. I can't cut people off like because if you're like me, you're worried about business, you're going to re- realize some, some, I'm going to need an agent or, mm-hmm. or or can somebody help me with this? And you might meet somebody and 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 that that might start something. And then at some point, somebody's one of your students who who happened to be a CEO might be like, hey, can you come? Uh, can you come teach my kids this? And then you do that. And then at some point, be like, oh, like you, I love the way you help me uh, write the essay. Like, can mm-hmm. you help me do it for these people? And then, you, and then all of a sudden, they, and then you, maybe on your on your podcast, you start talking about, oh, this is this is the mistake that I see people make with essays, and mm-hmm. this is how you should. Mm-hmm. And then, and then somebody sees that, and then at some point, like somebody's like, oh, can you uh, teach a class on writing essays? Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, it's just totally. gonna evolve like that. You and know, before the, you know the, it. The, that's that's a very good point, and that's that's also how I got here with coaching. Like it's it's it was not by design, but then it was like, okay, what can I do? And like the only thing, like a friend of mine, oh, you know, I have this executive. Can you teach her? Like, oh yeah, sure. And then like I just did it, and like oh, like this is fun. Like I like it. I'm pretty good at it. And like that's how I got here. Like ten years. One one issue that I have is that I'm having. Uh, a lot of such requests as in like, you know, I, I love Notion. Like I'm a, I'm a Notion, you know, like certified user or like a Notion ambassador. Like I love Notion. I love helping people with Notion. It's not, it's nothing that I've advertised before, but um, I'm getting more people asking me for help with Notion. And it is a totally different kind of branch from like, you know, English or, and, um, and I'm trying That's to fine. decide... Yeah, so I'm trying to no, decide, to decide. <laughs> but I have I have like I I have very limited hours in my day, so that's mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, okay, I'm getting a lot of help with Notion, and, yeah. It's because you have this all or nothing mentality. That's why. Uh, Do you understand what I mean? Because Jaco said this exact same thing. He said that yeah, when he was doing this, people are like, oh, let's sell these um uh, I forgot what it was. Let some some product, right? He's like, okay, let's. Let's try it. Oh, it's t-shirts or something like that, right? And and because people are asking for it. Oh, so let's try it. But then he didn't go out and print 200,000 t-shirts. 
he just printed 200 t-shirts and put it out and then it didn't sell so he's like okay i guess that doesn't work Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you understand what i mean like yeah, the problem totally. is everybody feels like you just have to go all in or nothing yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not how you, <laughs> you feel like it doesn't work okay oh yeah. this, oh there's something there okay let's try that okay something there okay just don't worry about three steps ahead okay what's the next right step right yeah the the other thing like so <laughs> i mean i mean so i'm getting a lot of people asking me about notion and i'm like okay yeah yeah you know like i want to help them i have the english i have my full-time job i have being a mom and then like, I also, I also speak fluent Spanish because I lived in Argentina for like most of my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have this, like, like a long time ago, I just posted this video on YouTube. Like I just created a channel in Spanish and I just posted one video and I totally forgot about it. Right. And then like two years later, I go back, like the, the video has like over 30 K views, like. 80 comments oh can you post more like please can you do more and like i totally forgot about it and in the meantime my english channel has like no traction like (laughs) no views and i keep creating in english and i'm like maybe i should create in spanish like i don't know just just those kind of like practical questions but i'm like okay i create videos in spanish notion in english like and i feel like oh like to the market listen to the the people because that is the number one mistake that I, pe- I see people make is, is, oh, everybody's asking me for this. <laughs> Everyone's asking, but I don't want to be that. I want to do this. <laughs> okay. How's that working out for you? And then yeah, 20 exactly. years later, they're like, oh, I don't know why I'm not successful. Well, the reason why those other people are successful is because they didn't care about what they want to do. They care about what people were asking them for. And most likely... There's a reason why they're asking you for it. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's not, it's not because you suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because you hate it. Like there's something about it that you like and you enjoy and you're good at it, and that's why they're asking you for it. It's just that your ego mm-hmm, tells you mm-hmm. it's like, oh no, I need to create a. This is Monica Lim is this brand, this identity, and I yeah. can't go away from that. And that ego is what's stopping you from doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like even like I don't have a well. Maybe I have a high ego. Like I don't know. But um, no, the, ego the is things, not. The things that I'm being asked to do are so different that I'm like, all the context switching and like I'm like, oh, like what should I do first? Like should I do this? Should I do? And I'm being pulled in well, like very but different that's directions. What I mean. That's that's what Gary Vee always says, right? Like we're so obsessed this world of or, uh, I. I have to go all in on this or all in on mm-hmm. this that we don't realize that there's and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have to try both. Okay. And and the, they will tell you what you should do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. They'll tell you like, oh, should I give this up? Like the Notion thing, this is how I would do it. If people are keep asking you for Notion, I would just don't invest all your time into Notion. That is, that's why you're thinking, oh, Notion? Oh, I have to, do, then now I need to spend this much time into, like even with the podcast, right? What I would love to see you do Oops, is just yeah. whoop out your phone. Yeah. Whoop out your phone. Yeah. And just start recording it and just hit publish on, on from your phone to YouTube. That's how you get started, right? Mm-hmm. So what I would love is like Notion, right? All you got to do is go create a Calendly link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with one hour notion coaching mm-hmm. and and put it at $300 an hour mm-hmm. and then put it out there and see if somebody signs up 
because I will tell you a lot of those things that are coming opportunity coming at you. Most you ever heard that story? I, like the thing that I posted on Twitter, right? You know, like this guy was like drowning in sea and he's praying to God, like, God, help me. God, help me. And then uh, some guy in the boat comes and it's like, hey, you, you need to help. He's like, no, no, I'm, I've been praying to God. God's going to save me. Mm -hmm. And then another boat comes. He's like, do you need help? He's like, no, I've been praying to God. Mm -hmm. And then he drowns and he dies and he goes to heaven. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, I had faith in you, God. Like, why didn't you save me? And the God's like, I sent you two boats. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It, we, we don't know how to see opportunities. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what's opportunity and what's not. So... A lot of times, like, for example, when they're like, oh, do you guys want to do this? Great. But then when I actually try to sell it and it's like, okay, it's this much to go buy it. All of a sudden, nobody buys it. That is so, so interesting. You don't know. Yeah. So you have to put that calendar link out there. Put <laughs> They have to put the mouth money where the mouth is. The, the money doesn't lie. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. money is the only truth. Because here's the thing. So many people complain about, oh, you know, like Apple is like Foxconn. They're like manual slave labor and people are killing themselves okay while you're saying that on your iphone mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. voting with your dollars mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's it's one thing for people to say something it's another when somebody pays like that's what it, they mean by put your money where your mouth is right so you have to try yeah. it out you so you just just create the calendar link link and like put it like where <laughs> and this is like more like technical Wh questions whoever every time somebody's like hey uh i love what you did with notion can you help me Oh, here's my calendar link and see I if see, they book it. If they book it and you, if you keep getting, let's say you, let's say you, let's say you're getting like five call, five bookings a week at $300 an hour, right? So you're working five, five hours a week and making $1,500 a week. Are you really not going to do that? Yeah. But I mean, like 300, that's like, that's a lot of money, but like, yeah, that's, uh, no, but that's why I say that's how you test it. I see. Because you know what I mean? Because, because right now. You're, you're getting hung up on this like vague idea of yeah, like, how, totally. you know what I mean? Like the way to really find out is that. And and I think eventually you are going to need somebody like, you know, that agent that you work with. Before for If English. I had to take a guess, that agent was probably like a conscientious person, right? Orderly. Probably. More. Yeah. So at some point you might want to partner up with somebody like that or hire somebody like that who can take care of all of that side for you so you don't have to worry about it like what do you, you know call I mean? that those Bell type center. of positions eventually that person is, ha, has to play a key role in your business like an operation but they don't kind of start person. out that way i see yeah. i see like like they might even be like a, your business partner or something like that because okay. like for me those kind of roles because it's the one that complements your personality because it's the thing that you can't do that person has to have a stake in it. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to put put work, all in yeah. to make sure you're as profitable as possible, right? You have to set up a situation where their win is also your win. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And <sighs> and most people that I know, that person, this is what happens. Like again, people like just jump to conclusions, right? So. Yeah. Most entrepreneurs that I t t talk to that are struggling the same way you're struggling, they're like, oh, where should I find this person? Oh, I'm going to go find a partner. I'm going to go hire this person that used to work at uh, Accenture or something like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. 99.999% people out there, you're not going to be able to trust. Okay? Mm -hmm. The way everyone that I know that are successful at this, the way they found it is, like I said, Gabby, 
that girl became her intern. Eventually, mm-hmm. she became her right hand woman, right? Mm-hmm. Mel Robbins, like her right hand woman that takes all the operation, was her intern at back in the CNN days. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. like these people, you it's less about oh, how much experience do I have in these things? And it's more about, okay, how much do you trust them mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not not only trust them like in terms of a person, but also their work ethics and all of that. Mm-hmm. And it takes years of training that person to to have that chemistry and that, that perfect, you know, totally. no, that, I, that I, perfect I, balance, yeah. right? I, I, I'm totally on board Even if you hire that. a... If you, if you hire a CEO, you're still going to have to go through these yeah. years of doing that. Totally. So you might as well start from the bottom and just hire an intern and, and build yeah. that person up. And I, and I have like a helper like that and she's just, she's awesome. But um, I have a question for you. So, and because we are introverts, like we notice a lot of things and, um, mm-hmm. and I'm also very good at like finding, oh, you know, like I, I could help this person do this better. And I'm I'm kind of like good at like offering that help <laughs> and then like doing it. But then it's like, oh, like, you know, why did I do that? Like, you know, I should have focused on on this thing that helps me more. Like, so my question is, yeah, you know, you were saying, okay, listen to the market, pe- what people are asking you for. But then there's also this other side of me that I noticed a lot of areas where I could help and provide, you know, value yeah. or contribute, like, you know, at, at Night Owl Nation or like, you know, there are lots of things yeah. that this is completely new. Like all of these people, I could, oh, I could share this resource and I think this would be helpful. Like, yeah. what do you think about those things? <laughs> about like so, helping when you, you know see how the people help? Say, <laughs> you know how people say like, you have to put on your own mask before you put on other people's mask? Like, yeah. <laughs> like you have to help yourself before you help others. Yeah. I do not think you're at a situation right now you have the luxury to help others. I see, I see, okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. What When I say try different things, the way I, I mean it is not like, do 20% this, 20% this, 20, that's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to focus 80% of your time and energy on that main business that's going to make you money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you, you, need, um, you need to get to a point where money is no longer an object. Yeah, totally. Like, like that, like there's no way that I'm never have to worry about money again, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that means you have to build up this brand to a certain point where mm-hmm. you have a constant flow of uh, cash coming in and mm-hmm. things like that, right? And it's kind of like work. when you're at that point, and this this eighty percent is not going to disappear, mm-hmm. but in that twenty percent of your time, what you're going to do is oh, I'm going to try Notion this month and see what oh did it work? Then boom, 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 and then you turn it into that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then now you, you you can actually make a decision. Okay, do I want to you know spend more time into this? Do I want somebody to run this other thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. But right now you're just not at that place. Yeah. Right now you need to build up your main main dish before you start worrying about those. I know additional investments. Okay, that that's um. And and right now like English is bringing me mo. It's like like my eighty percent, and uh, I feel like Notion is like kind of like lurking in the background but um yeah so those kind of things i would just test it out like that calendly yeah charge high Mm -hmm. (laughs) so when you said 300 dollars is too much no it's not too much wow put it at like 300 or 250 Mm dollars right because that's how you can test it 
if people really are interested, right? That's how you can test whether, okay, should I what, even waste time doing this? Well, at $250 have, an hour, a, would you? Yeah, that is a very good point. Like, I have a technical question. So, like, somebody on LinkedIn reached out to me just because they saw that I was doing, like, Notion Consulting. But uh, on LinkedIn, I don't have any proof of what I built on Notion. Like, along with the calendar link, what would be something that, you know, like, I don't know, like, something where I can no, no, show, no, 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 no. I don't need that? What I'm saying is this. Put up a calendar link yeah. where you say, okay, in, in our one hour notion coaching i'm going to teach you how to do this 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 okay uh, and they it. actually have to pay with credit card yeah. to even book you you're yeah. not even going to talk to them <laughs> so by the time you get on the call with them they've already paid you okay and then you can already do you understand what i mean yeah so just just telling them what because you're i'm going to teach that, them that's that's good yeah because you're saying that opportunities are coming your way and you feel bad, like turning it all away, right? Like, or and it's not opportunities. You know, like, okay, I'm I'm gonna pay you this much, but it's more like people that I know, right, that need help, a bit of help, or they are wondering yeah. if there's something that they could do to improve oh, their workflow, yeah. right? Like, it's it's yeah. more of a of that kind of help, and maybe exactly. like I okay. I test that out, and then maybe I can like, oh, you know, like maybe other yeah. people that I don't know might be willing to pay, but some of this like. People that I know, like I don't think I, I will charge them. They're like you know friends of mine, right? But um, I think I think there's something there too. Where oh, you know, maybe what this might is... even happen is when you're doing the English coaching, yeah, like you might just bring up, hey, do you use Notion? And then you might even teach that person how to use yeah. Notion, and then that word spreads, and it, it could have like you just don't know how it's gonna happen. Don't try to. Like, universe is laughing at you right now. It's like, oh, Monica, <laughs> you think you can decide what? Yeah, no. no, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that the calendar thing is a great test for you to be like, if somebody's like, oh, Monica, can, I, can, can you help me write this thing? Can you help me teach uh, how to write essays? Or can you teach me how to do Notion? Whenever somebody asks you those things, Remember, those are all 20%. So you don't want to waste too much time with it. You don't, because once you start helping them for free, like you're taking away from your 80% of the, yeah, the thing that should right. be making money, yeah. right? So for those things, you kind of have to do this. <laughs> Create that calendar. Like, okay, yeah, here, I can help you. Well, well, you kind of have to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> then most likely 90% of them are like, oh, no, thanks, Dan. Right? And that's what you want. Okay. I, I turned down 90% of, like, at <laughs> night, you know, for me, that dick version is my agency. Yeah. So people come to me all the time right now. Like, son, can you help me with this? Can you help me this? Can you help me this? And actually, now what I do is I don't even say, I just say no. I don't have time. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? But, like, before what I did was, like, oh, yeah, but our pricing starts at $60,000. Can you afford it? Mm -hmm, Not in a dick mm -hmm. way. Like, yeah. We have a qualifying email. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so every mm -hmm. time, because we get, we used to get like, you Lots know, 10, 20 inquiries yeah. a day. So the first email we replied to is, you know, Gigi's replies to them. Gigi said, okay, uh, we would love to hear more about your project. That, that's amazing. We do have to tell you, though, our engagement starts at $50,000 and up. Mm -hmm. And I know that's not a little bit of money, but it's because our clients see return on that. Because, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Let me know if, if not, if that's way out of your budget, that's completely fine. But if that's you're comfortable with that budget, um, then let's you know get on the call and talk. That's how we used to qualify that. Mm -hmm. 
you really need to qualify those and then like yeah that that's a that's a very good point like how can i filter the people who are like you know like seriously looking for help and i could help um yeah i'm gonna look into those calendar links like like what do they look like i've only received the okay book an appointment with me like has no data or nothing so i wonder uh, right now i want you to be a little bit more selfish okay like I'm pretty protect your 80 percent of time right you're right um protect that 80 percent of your time like it's a fortress and then that other 20 percent of time do the calendar link and then let's say you're pulling in ten thousand dollars a month just from the um just from the notion coaching and you're only doing like five calls a week right Mm -hmm. then that's telling you at that point now that's telling you something yeah, but right, right now, it's right. not telling you shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so the 80%, like what is already bringing income, which is like, you know, like my English, I should focus on on, on that, like how to how to make it more, I don't know, like yeah. public in a way, because like I, uh, I want to, and that's, that's why I have this like newsletter where I want to like share things and like, you know, podcasting. It doesn't even sounds like, like you have to. It it sounds like you can just do as something basic as just hey do you know anyone else who can refer like oh you it sounds never like just from word of mouth <laughs> yeah just from word of mouth and networking and just reaching out to people that you know already know like those agents those educational departments whatever it is it seems like you can probably get enough clients just through that yeah without even publicly having to announce it do you know what I mean yeah why didn't I think of that yeah. Like, I really think you should use Twitter and your content as something for you to put out your, your thoughts, meaning, yeah, maybe you're talking, you'll talk about English. That's the other thing. Like my, my Twitter, like I, like, it's not my, my audience is like my, my paying audience is not there. I think like LinkedIn is like where like people, like I've, I've received, you know, this opportunities to LinkedIn and I've totally ignored LinkedIn. Like, I don't know anything about LinkedIn, but like. Oh, that's where people who want to learn English are. Yeah. yeah. So I think you should really live in bread. I mean, okay, you can have a rough plan or something like that. Yeah. But once you make that plan, what I do is I, I set the plan, right? I last year at April, I was like, okay, by next April, I'm gonna decide whether I'm gonna close down Night Owl Nation and just go back to focusing on Night Owl my agency. Or like I'm gonna make that decision. But once I made that decision, I never thought about it once in, in that see. past year. I see. Because things change. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. and once I start thinking about that, it's gonna get in the way of see, me seeing opportunities today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also that's makes so, me so true. I'm gonna start getting resentful, right? I'm gonna be like these people are not showing up. I'm I'm doing all of this for them and they're not showing up to small group meetings. And I'm like not making any money. And like, I'm going to yeah. start getting resentful if I start thinking like that. But mm-hmm. I already told myself that I'm not going to make money for a year. I I'm going to do my, my only goal is to provide the most, get as many people to show up to small group as possible. That's my only goal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care if I make zero money or if I lose money, I don't care. Mm-hmm. and there that's why i didn't grow resentment that's why I, i'm still fired up that's why I'm, you know what i mean yeah i was i was gonna say like oh you know this is like five dollars like wow son is like very generous like with um you know just just uh and i think it comes from that decision that you already like 
made to yourself or like you just made an agreement internally. Um, so, and I think I need to do that more. Like, I feel like I'm always deciding and I'm not deciding. And that's like my, my creative non-conscientious part, right? Like yeah. very strong P in the Myers-Briggs. Like, I'm like, oh, I, I want to leave mm. things open. Like, I'm like, oh, what if, what if, what if, like. Yeah, do you do, <sighs> do you have a hard time like deciding what to order yeah. when you go to restaurants? Like. Yeah, like I, I could order like, unless somebody tells me, I have a friend who I trust and she tells me, oh, order this at this restaurant. I just, just go straight and order that, that my friend told me. And yeah. I love getting good recommendations. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like this Sometimes, decision you know, paralysis. Sometimes, it's good to recognize that it's good to recognize that to give up that control to, and give it to someone else. The reason why at night owl, I give up the control for certain things to Tabitha and other people and yeah. is because like, okay, I don't even want to think about that. You tell me what I should do, right? Because I, once I start thinking about it, it's just going to drain my energy. And is that really important for me to <laughs> spend my yeah, energy in there? That's like, the thing. It's that important. Yeah. Like to, to spend energy. Also, another thing I realized is so many people order, you know, soup instead of salad and then they're like oh, i should have got the salad or they'll get the salad and be like oh, maybe i should have got the soup yeah. right that's the dumbest thing you can do like once i make a decision i don't look back at all because uh, what that i found is so hard is that for what... me to do decide and like be like, de be decided like you know like that, that that's why the you thing almost is have with to my tell job yourself that, Ugh, yeah should i quit and i'm like oh like i don't know well maybe this will help because I was like that too. Quitting when, my when full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> when I changed, change when when I changed was what I realized is that the decision that you make doesn't really matter at all. Like if you made this decision, you go all in. <laughs> like you know, like some people say, oh, "I don't want to have kids." Some people have kids. The people that have kids, nobody will ever, ever, ever say that, and I understand why. But I've had some really, really, really close friends tell me, it's like, you know what, to be honest, like I would have been just as happy if I didn't have kids. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it, you know, it's, it's really what you accept, right? Like once you accept that, yeah, this is what I want. Yeah. And you go all in on that decision, it'll turn out well. If you go all in on this decision, it will turn out well. The reason why it doesn't work is because people make decisions be like, oh, maybe I should have done this. Uh, and they never move forward. Because constantly they're thinking about what if. That's and it's me. the reason why That's like me, Tinder, <laughs> Tinder caused like um, such high divorce rates, people like not getting married because everyone knows that, you know, okay, here's another great example. You know, we at NIDA, we stopped doing, uh, we stopped doing uh, three different, so we used to do three different drafts and then they, the client picks one, right? We stop doing that altogether. <laughs> we just give them one. Because what we realize is that when we give them three and they have to pick one, at the end, they're just not as satisfied. Interesting. And also, when we give them the design, and like we spend a lot of time making this beautiful design, they love it. But the more I give them option to change something, the less happier they get. So at some point, after a certain point, I, I need to cut it off. And I'm like, no, you don't have the choice. You have to accept this. They're actually more happy with the design then. Do you that understand what I mean? so interesting. Yeah. Like choices. Like, yeah, I have I have too many choices and like I have issues making choices. 
because I, 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 I like I live with regret. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. And like I, lots of mistakes I've made, and I need to move move past it. But like even with Notion, like my my Korean channel was doing really well, and then I just got sidetracked with something else, and then you know I kind of stopped. And every, a lot of people who are just starting then a year later, like they're just like much bigger channels, but. I, I was doing really well and I should have continued. And I'm like, you know, I don't know why I didn't continue. Like, should, is it too late to, to start now? Like, and I, and I just have quite, I'm, I, I have these conversations in my head where I should like, <laughs> it's do more. It's the fear of more. success, I think. Fear of failure. It's, no, fear of success. What is that? So, you know, a lot of people quit Instagram once they start getting followers. <laughs> I didn't like, know when that. They have, like, like, <laughs> why would you do that? Like, I, I like don't get followers, don't, and that's why I quit. <laughs> no, people don't quit like when they have a hundred followers because when they have a hundred followers, they genuinely enjoy making content. They genuinely do like doing that, right? But once they they start getting a hundred followers a day, and then it gets to ten thousand followers, twenty thousand followers, that's when they start feeling the pressure, and it's like, oh, I don't know if I can keep up with that. And that's when they get burned out and they quit. And that's what I call a fear of fear of success. A lot of people, once once you have something, now the the fear of losing something starts happening. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. When you have nothing to lose, (laughs) you're all in. (laughs) But once you get to a point where you have something to lose. That's when you're like in paralysis. Oh, should I, if I do this, oh, is that going to stop my growth? That starts to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just throw it away and be like, oh, I didn't care about followers in the beginning. I just did it. And you keep that mind going, you'll actually <laughs> succeed. Yeah. That is that is so interesting. Um, super, super interesting. Like the um, one one i know like it is uh, i'm taking too much time uh from you but no, like no. last question like so the podcast has been and I, I like you said like you know i know i'm gonna get bored of the podcast but right now it's like so fun and like i, I can see myself doing podcasts until i'm 60 but like the the theme and the the angle and all of those like it's it's i should not worry about it right it's okay if it's all over the place yeah. it will just get there somewhere right the 20% is your hobby. Okay. Don't do anything in those 20% if you don't actually enjoy it. Okay. But like the the podcast, like, you know, because I'm starting it, like you said, like I have nothing to lose, but then I also want to do no, it no, well. No, no, that's what I mean. Once you start doing the podcast and let's say it starts getting $1,000, downloads, $2,000, downloads, $10,000, yeah. right? That's when you're going to get carried away and you're going to do things that you don't enjoy. I see. Meaning, oh, I know that when I do this, I'm, I can get more downloads. I'm going to, oh, I know that if I have this guest, I'm going to get more downloads. And I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. When you don't actually want to do that, what you want to do is talk about this, regardless of the downloads. So don't let it get there. Like, for those things that you're doing for 20%, do not worry about metrics at all. I see. I see. That's a, that's, that's a very good point. Okay. Just, just for, because it's, it's my 20% focusing on like having fun. Yeah. Like, so don't sacrifice, you know, what, what you really want to do for the views, for the money or anything like that. Here you will sometimes (laughs) in the 80%. Yeah, that is, um, yeah, that's, that's very insightful, but like, 
I think like my, my takeaway is like, you don't have to go all in, right? Not going all in, like listening to the market. I always say start messy. Yeah, start messy. I'm really good at starting messy, son. Like I'm, I'm. I think I just stay messy. That's that's my problem. I just start messy and I stay messy. Um, stay messy. Stay messy. Like I stay messy, but like I will just get distracted. Well, like if you stay messy and just do it every week, week after week after week after week, you might think it's so messy, but if you look back, you are making incremental improvements. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. You just don't see it from day to day. No, totally. Like, look how much Night Owl... If I look at how much Night Owl Nation has evolved, I wasn't trying to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just trying to show up and like Sunday service and just these podcasts, it was booked already. I have no choice. I have to show up. Okay. <laughs> it's in my calendar and you're going to be there. So I have to show up, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, but if it, if, if it was up to me and I say, okay, today I'm going to record podcasts and blah. I'll probably be like, oh, I'm tired right now. I got so much shit to do. Uh, I got to. I still got to finish my workbook for Night Owl Nation. I got to still create everybody's assignments. Like, okay, let's skip. Not, I'm not going to do podcast today. That that's what's going to happen. <laughs> totally, yeah. And then next week, the same thing is going to happen again. <laughs> that is, um, that is so true. Yeah, that's a that's a very so like going back to the the first reason why I'm like oh you know like I feel so overwhelmed with my nine to five job that is like not bringing me energy is like draining my energy and um so like you just you know just just keep at it right even if it's yeah. like not and, and fulfilling and just try to live one day at a time yeah <laughs> please <laughs> please but like ugh. like. Like try to enjoy whatever is in front of you. Let's say, let's say you're just taking your kids to swimming class. Just yeah. fully try to enjoy that. By at that moment, like let's say you're washing your dishes, right? Yeah. After dinner, try to become the best dishwasher in the world. I love. What washing would a dishes. best dishwasher? In yeah, the- <laughs> okay. that's a bad that's example. A bad example. <laughs> <laughs> I love washing the dishes and like I'm so good at it. But like, <laughs> but the yeah. But the reason why you love it because you're good at it and you're trying, yeah. you're trying to do it the best possible, right? But you can I apply think, like, it to a, almost a everything. A better example would be like my job. Like I think my job right now is like oh, I don't like I don't like I don't want to open Slack. Like I don't. I'm I'm really dreading work, and uh, I don't know how to make it more. You enjoyable. know what happened to me when at night out. I have some clients that are like, okay, son, like, we trust you. Like, do whatever you want. Like, give me 100%. I love those clients because then I do something in the real. I love it, right? But then half my, even at the point where I'm turning down 90% of my clients, right? Even at that point, I have clients who's like, no, son, I don't like that. Just make the logo bigger. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Just, just put this there. Like, they still <laughs> do go against, like, my, my, my judgment, right? So then, how do I get enjoyment out of that? Oh, I hate this. I gotta just. Go. I'm just feel like I'm just doing manual labor for this guy. I'm just. I'm just the hands to his, like right. But now, I what I did was I shifted my uh, fulfillment to what can I do to make this person the happiest client in the world. Mm-hmm. Like oh, okay. make the logo bigger. Okay, yeah. give him exactly what he wants. Oh, do you love it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like sometimes I'll even go out of way. Like I, like I know that I know that this guy wants this thing, 
but he he didn't pay for it or something like I like we said now we're no that's not part of the scope. But I, what I'll do is I'll go, I'll stay up all night, and I'll just spend like extra six hours to implement that, and I won't tell them. And then next meeting, I don't even say anything. I just let him see it, and then he can, she's like, "Oh shit, you did that!" And then he's so, and then looking that that look in his face mm-hmm. of like how happy mm-hmm. he was that I surprised him, and like that's that's where I started getting fulfillment from it. So doesn't matter what you do, you can shift your perspective in a way that you can get fulfillment from it. What what like do you have any way of uh, switching perspective or like uh, with a full time job that? Like, what's the part that you don't like with your? Um, what, like lots what's the of part things. That... Lots, lots of things that I, I don't enjoy about like my 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 job right now. But um, you know, for here's ex- what I would do. Yeah. Like, how can I? How can I Slack, like it more? Not only Slack, but I have ways... to like. There's so many things I'm procrastinating on, and I like. I just I'm just like pushing it. Like... Okay, here's a good example. <sighs> I had a friend who worked at uh, Kroger's, the supermarket. Yeah. And in Kroger's, what they do is um, they have this leaderboard of, so once you start, when you're a cashier, once you start scanning the first item, it starts a clock and then the oh, last wow. item, right? And okay. then when you cash out, and then it gives you the average time per item for each, each of the cashiers. Mm-hmm. And whoever is the highest gets the bonus, gets another wow. extra $200 in bonus that week or something like that. And they have a leaderboard every week. What my friend did was, you know, those like, Fruits and vegetables, yeah. like everything you can just scan. Yeah. But the fruits and vegetables, what you have to do is you have to look them the book and you have to yeah, type in yeah, the code. Yeah, yeah. You have to, right? So what he did was he memorized all of the things in that book. Wow. So that what he did was he never had to look at anything. He's like, oh, oh, oh banana, that's, oh, apple. Like, so he, he, he just like beat the first person by a lot. But it, it, he made it into a video game almost, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you understand what I mean? That, that's like a very can, good point. How can I make that? That's why you in? love doing dishes. Because you... So yeah. <laughs> what I would do in Slack is I would try to write the perfect sentence. To okay. get, like, if, if I need to get this person to do this, what's the, way, what's the best way I can word this and what, in how many words and how, in what sequence of words and what emojis can I use to get this person to do this, that better than what anyone else, any of the other project managers can do. Like none of the other project managers can do this, but yeah. me, because I've, I've turned it into an art form, right? Or Yeah, maybe, maybe that's, that's uh, like going back to the, the, you know, how to shorten time, like figuring out a way to have the same output, but like, if I if I cut down all the procrastinating sort of like oh pushing 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 times, I think I could work reduced hours and still produce the same. So I think figuring out how can I work less but but have well, more output. Number one step is live one day at a time. <laughs> when you live one day at a time, oh. that will automatically happen. And and even. What I would say is once you get used to that, I would say even live one hour at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's hard. <laughs> do you yeah. understand what I mean? Yeah. Because when you can do that, then you can find a way to make that enjoyable. It's, it's like when people, you know, some people go out for a walk and they really enjoy the, 
yeah really enjoy breathing yeah. in the air really enjoying like looking at the trees like whereas in somebody's just like oh, i'm just gonna get through this i'm gonna get through this, this one yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> that is that's so um that's that's Do you very meditate? insightful i Do you have um, any kind of like spiritual practice yeah i i'm i'm a i'm a christian like and uh so okay. i do and i really think it's the same thing like praying and meditating Praying is meditation yeah so like i pray yeah. so i think that's a very meditational and um yeah i i i, I pray and uh there's this like there, there are a couple passages that like has like have been haunting me about like you know what to do and uh and one of them is it's just it's like, like your mantra my mantra like right now like there's this thing about you know just really don't conform to this world and like what the world you know like the the expectations of the world but really just be transformed by like the the needs and be like a sacrifice and and right now i i feel very bitter and resentful to my husband who like okay why we, we i we need to move to to the states so i had to leave everything in, in korea and come Oh, you and, moved because of his job or something? Yeah, so I was very resentful. And I still am a little bit. But then, like, I really feel that uh, it's for the better and it's for my good. And uh, at the same time, like, you know, all things for, for the good. And then the other thing is, like, you know, just, just really offer yourself as a living sacrifice. And, like, that will make you happiest. And I think I'm just trying to... Oh, my gosh, yeah. That is, like, the, yes. like, you know, Romans 12, 1, 2. <laughs> Uh, like, so Romans 12, one, two, like has been really in my mind where like, just, just be a daily, like just be a living sacrifice and that will help you discern what you're supposed to do. And that's, what's going to make you happiest. So it's very counterintuitive. Like I want to do this for myself. So I mean, I, you know, like night owl manifesto, be a servant giving is yeah. the best way to receive. Like it was hundred thousand percent true for me. Right. At night out, when I was the most miserable, was when I was trying to be the boss. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Oh, why is why aren't you doing that? Why is my employees not? Oh, why isn't he showing up on time? Oh, what is why is he missing mm-hmm. that? Like that is the most miserable when I yeah. when I'm trying to be the boss, right? When I was the happiest is when I I started looking at myself as a servant, like literally, yeah, as a as the bottom of the bottom of the bottom servant mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm just here to serve even my interns i'm here to serve them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right like i'm li- like, that's why i always say be a nobody right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's actually when you're the true truly the happiest i know um, totally the, i remember like the first um christmas at night out we were buying uh presents for employees right and most companies would just be like, okay, yeah, some gift, gift, gift package and boom, like gift cards or whatever, bonus or whatever, right? But what we did, I mean, we did the bonus, but we also spent the month spying on all, every one of our employees. Like, okay, what does this guy need? Uh, what, what is he mm-hmm. talking about? Mm-hmm. And, and trying to figure out exactly what they need mm-hmm. to a point when, when, when we gave them the gift and they opened it, they were like, how did you know this is what I wanted? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like wow. you could, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that that made me way, way, way much, you know, happier than yeah, totally. somebody giving me a gift. Or so, yeah. That, I I love that you you said the uh, 
you know, being of service and, you know, coming from, you know. Yeah. And that, it, it, and it is true. It's just, it's, it's hard. Like I see the gap. I see the gap between like, oh, this is like what is supposed to make me happy. But I, I see this resistance. Like I know that like forgetting about my job and being fully present for my kids is kind of a sacrifice because I, you know, like I am really, so I I had a fight yesterday in my car where like my, my son is, okay, I want to go to like, you know, buy me this, buy me that. And like, I'm like, you know, and so like I came here during my work hours to your soccer practice. I need to go back to work. Can you like, can you give mommy time? Right. Cause like I gave you an hour of my time now, like it's your turn. And I, and it, I, I felt a little bad for like yelling at him, but then like, and I'm sacrificing my time. Yeah. Um, but then maybe like that's being fully there is what's supposed to make me happy. Yeah. Well, being fully there and that maybe you hard. can even say it in a little like, oh, oh, you know what? Right after this, I'm going to take you. You know, I know, you and I was like, oh, you know, like that was a missed like opportunity, that. right? Like, oh, an hour of like, but but okay, don't feel bad because I have that every no, no human is perfect, right? Like yeah. even even you know the Dalai Lama, like every day I I make those mistakes, but I just know. don't let that define you, because yeah, I I think. Because that, that thing comes up for me, like almost, uh, and, and I guess that's why we need this, you know, we need, we need prayers, we need meditation, we need exactly. walk on, we need to go for a walk, we need to put life into perspective. Otherwise, we're just like busy, busy looking for the next thing. Oh, oh I have to go home and I have to go on the, I have to go home and finish this. But this, my son is like, <laughs> like crying over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, um, yeah, I, 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 I think just, just generally, like, I just, just gain like sort of more a different perspective. Like even my job, I was like, okay, son, like, I just need son to tell me to quit my job. Like, you know, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I, I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me, okay, Monica, well, you will quit, like, your, quit job. your job. Like, <laughs> once this is at eight percent, once you're exactly, yeah. teaching can replace all yeah. of the income, then you, that's when you quit your job, right? So, uh, but I, I loved your I want to tell you one last example. story. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, because the thing that, because I know for me, like, you know, I used to go into office at 5 a.m. Like, wow. I used to leave my house to go to work at 5 a.m. every day just because we had that much work to do, okay? And even though I was paying, like, at that time, my employees were making more money than me. Wow. <laughs> like, like my employee salaries were higher than the profit that we were making, right? Mm -hmm. On top of that, I was working three times as much as them. Wow. So I would go into work, like I, I, I would work on two projects at a time. They would each work on one project at a time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So just think about how much potential there is to be resentful there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Totally. <laughs> like, but the thing is, what I, what I did was, every day when I wake up at five, five and go to work, I could go to work and be like, oh, these fucking, these fucking yeah. lazy employees, like the entitled motherfuckers. Like, I can go into work like that and just all day just be resentful and just be angry all day. Or this is what I used to do. I would go in at 5 a.m. and it's completely dark still. I would walk to work. This was in New York City. And I would see like a construction worker also going to work at 5 a.m., right? And I would see like a Wall Street banker, like some hotshot, also 
going to work. And uh, and we would make this eye contact and we'd be like, that's right. Like the rest of the world right now is comfortable in their beds sleeping. And we're the Superman. We're making this shit happen, right? <laughs> like I used to go. And then when I go there and I do all of that and I, I you know, I'm basically supporting all of my employees. I'm like, you come from that place of a par- being a parent. Like I, mm-hmm. I thought of it as like, okay, it's my, I'm a, I'm like a parent. It's, mm-hmm. it's my job to take care of them. It's, it's, it's my job to take care of them, take care of their, like, you know, make their sure families, they're getting paid. Yeah. yeah, and their families are gonna, you know, mm-hmm. like, if you come from that service mentality, like I, th- I think it's hard to be resentful. I know. Oh, I'm like getting teared up. So like, <laughs> well, we'll talk more this Saturday, I guess, when you're here. <laughs> Are you okay? Thank you, son. <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. (laughs) Do you want to, is there anything you want to get off your chest or ask? (sighs) No, just, just... I hope I wasn't too uh, harsh. No, 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 no. It's, It's not about that. Like, just, I, um, I do have this resentment, but like, I also should feel very grateful for like, I don't know, like opportunities and things that like I've gained, but I do like recognize that resentment and like this, uh, but don't, you know, don't feel bad about it. Right. Cause I, like I said, I, I have that every day. <laughs> every single day i need to remind myself i need to like if i get annoyed at Gigi, i'm like oh, Gigi, can you just and then i have to be like i know i shouldn't have said that so i i feel like i'm always kind of like i have this little part of me that is like resentful like regretful and and i want to be free from that and i think like Maybe I have the wrong sort of, oh, if if I do this, I'm going to be free, but it's more like internal, like how today I can decide it, you know, this hour I'm going to spend it like this. And I don't know, just, just feeling like I'm feeling like as a mom, I'm feeling as a spouse to, to do these things that like, I don't know, just, just trying to make the right choices and um maybe you you should also give yourself a little bit of permission to not be perfect right and yeah mess up and you know yeah do you practice any um like physical like exercise or like yoga or anything like that um i did in the past but like i you know like again like i have this horrible hours like i'm sleeping really late and i wake up you know like I, I, I have, I got my membership at the YMCA, like, oh, you know, this is great. Like I just come here and like work out and get healthier. And, and, and I think exercise makes me more patient. So I want to exercise more so I can be, 
it's all about like the kids will not change. They'll be like little brats. They'll like, and it's really like, how can I sort of condition myself to be more patient, like condition. And I think like I'm sleep deprived, you know, like I'm doing these things that I know will not make me patient. And I will just, just like yell at my kids or uh, not enjoy spending sort of like dead time with them. Like to me, it's kind of like, okay, you know, you know, time like it's, 3 p.m. Okay, I need to like wrap myself, wrap the stuff that I'm doing because I need to be, you know, with my kids. And and I consider the time I'm spending with, with my kids like unproductive time, right? Like the time that I cannot do work, that I cannot do this. Yeah. And uh, and then when you're at work, you I feel, feel bad guilty. that you're not spending time. Yeah. <laughs> so like I just, just like, oh, I want to break away from this. And I feel like, you know, I want to like travel with them. I want to do things. And I think quality of time is way more important than the number of hours, right? Because like, yeah, true. When I was growing up, I barely spent time with my mom because my mom worked full time and she also was getting her degree. Like she didn't have a degree. So after, when I was in high school, she was like getting her bachelor's and master's. And so I, I, I only saw her for like an hour every night, but like, because it's quality time, I think the quality of that one hour is way more important than like, <laughs> do you understand what I mean? Yeah, true. <laughs> and um, no, that, that's so true. And like, I don't know, just, just like, I, I, I sometimes like, I, I wish I made more money in, in terms of like, you know, with less hours, but like, I don't know. Just so do that. Number one. Yeah, like I'm you're, trying. I'm trying to like. First. What can I do to do that? And like, and I, you know, like. In well, my that's job, what I'm I. Not getting paid that much, and. Were Were you there when we did a week on money? No. Like so, we had um, so we had an entire week where we talked about money, and is that master that, class that was or like a Sunday? No, it was a Sunday service, and it was like we we did the whole. But we're gonna do it again in the okay, next okay. eleven weeks. <laughs> But the base gist, gist of it is that a lot of people uh, don't know how to like separate the money from their passion, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like it, it's a lot of what we talked about today. I think right now you're at a place like we need to recognize that right now is a time to help yourself, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. help others. And then you need to be a little bit selfish mm-hmm. <laughs> and get this business off the ground to a point where you, because for me, what was happening in the beginning of Night Owl was we had some money saved up. Like me and Gigi, we saved some money to get married, mm-hmm. but we used that money to start Night Owl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we went, we burned to that <laughs> in like three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we didn't realize how, how much expense they're going to be. And constantly we were worried about money, right? Mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. kept making stupid decisions. Like we would take on clients, uh, knowing it's a red flag, red flag client. We mm-hmm, knowing mm-hmm. that this is going to be a difficult client, and we're going to waste more mm-hmm. time than the billable hours. Like we would give discounts when you know mm-hmm, we shouldn't mm-hmm. be, and that kind of kept we kept going down a downward spiral because because of that now we don't have time so now this project is delayed and then now we need to bring mm-hmm. on we have to pay payroll so now we need to bring on this project to make up for that and like it just kept going on a spiral mm-hmm. right so we really need to needed to like put our foot down and we made a decision like okay for the next like six months or a year we're gonna say okay <laughs> we're dead mm-hmm. i'm gonna like 
I'm I'm basically gonna suffer for the next year and get it to a point where we have at least six months of runway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that we can't we don't have to make stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. Right? So and and we actually once we stop worrying about everything, once we stop worrying about our brand messaging, our our niche, and once we stop worrying about all of that shit and just say, okay, let's just fucking make money. Mm-hmm, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. We actually got to that place pretty quickly. I like know. before we knew it, it was like, oh, we have like $300,000 in the back. Okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then from that point on, we were, we were actually chart, we raised our rates. Mm-hmm. So we made even more money. <laughs> do you understand what I mean? Yeah. I'm so like then right that, there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That gave us the freedom to be more selfless. Yeah. But <laughs> you have to be selfish first. You have to put on your own mask before you help yeah that's that's where i'm at like i'm like okay i i think i need to i want to make more money like you know how can i make more money like you know just stop being generous or stop like leaving opportunities you know like not taking opportunities and um yeah i I should not i should not quit my job yeah (laughs) temporarily until you get to a certain place then you can you you have the freedom to do that but right now Maybe you don't. And one of the things that you can get there is by even making money can be fun. Yeah, <laughs> because of course. You ever play Monopoly? Yeah. I, like, I'm just not very like I don't know. I'm I'm not very good at making money, I think. Like it's just, Are you good at Monopoly? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Because some people are bad at making money, but they're good at Monopoly. And that's because they look at monopoly as not real money, right? It's just numbers. So it's, I say no. I'm, they're I'm, being more I'm bad at I, I'm bad at both. I'm really good at working oh. a lot and not getting like. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was this was like so helpful, son. Like, thank you so much for for all the time. And I think it's also. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say one last thing because I think it will help you. Maybe right now, uh, another thing you should be doing is whether. You know, the person that you work with right now, the one one that, um, like your assistant or whoever helps you, maybe, you know, now, because you are very self-aware, maybe, like, now you can actually understand that and be like, okay, like, this person has to help make, make sure that, you know, mm-hmm. that I don't give anything away for free, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. you know, so, 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 so you're aware of, you're hyper aware of that and, you know, mm-hmm. where, where money is leaking and where, where you can, uh where opportunity is in terms mm-hmm. of like money, right? Things like that. Yeah. I, um, and you know, like with, with like, uh, like helpers or this virtual assistants or different people, like they really come and go, like it, there's very high turnover because, you know, like they're not getting paid a lot of money. They have yeah. a lot of opportunities. They're very young. So that's why I, I would try to find somebody you already know, like a friend or, I know. Yeah, I don't have the money to to pay somebody that I know, I think, to like do what I Maybe at maybe some I... point. Or, or you can also hire somebody and, you know, build that relationship. Yeah. Like I hope I like can what, build what I, would what do I is... have to do that. Yeah. But in the beginning obviously you have to do it all. So Yeah. <laughs> you were saying something like what I would do. I interrupted you just now, but you were about for to you, say something. For you, maybe what you can do is like, 
set up a process like what I told you about Calendly. Because once you have that process, you don't have to worry about jumping on a call and explaining. Because that's where you're going to waste. That's where money leaks, right? Yeah. But if you have a process where somebody can't even talk to you until they paid. Mm-hmm. And then like if, if you're doing coaching, like, you know, like make sure that um, when the hour is up, it gets disconnected and, and they mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you have like anything with invoices and payment money related, it should be automated. Mm-hmm. meaning like you shouldn't have to like manually send invoices and <laughs> do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if you did the work it should automatically send the invoice and mm-hmm. you know maybe use zapier or something like to set all of that up but mm-hmm. once all of those things are automated and it's it's put into procedures then you don't have to play the bad cop anymore mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like you can just blame the system <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you're right it's just like it's almost like I don't have that that much work to to create this like automation system. Like I need to learn and like figure out, but then uh, that's what's gonna let me. That's gonna like free up more more bandwidth, right? Like yeah, it's like the chicken or the egg type of thing always. Um, so I did that at so night out. I you did that. Yeah, I just always blamed like, oh, that's our company, Paul. Even though it's my company. <laughs> <laughs> i said i'm sorry that's the company policy <laughs> oh i see i see yeah um this was so helpful well, oh shit it's been two hours i know this was it's like so helpful episode. holy shit <laughs> um so helpful but i'm glad we, we went through this yeah. yeah same and like i'm just just really like you know i think it's it's a very interesting space the the night owl nation like yeah just just uh, very looking forward to to taking part in the in the small group and uh, and and see and learning and giving, but we'll see. Awesome! Thank you time. for uh, joining us. Yeah, <laughs> one day at a time. Thank you for joining us today, and, and I'll see you this weekend. Okay. And thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Monica. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>